Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back. You're now tuned into the other side, the other side of sports. I'm your yeah. host, Laws, in the building. We got yeah. my man, Aaron, rocking out. That's right. You of course. Know. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, dog. We're going to get into the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the Wizards trades and all that stuff. We kind of went into it a little bit when it first happened, but we're going to recap that. Uh, we're going to cover some stuff we didn't really get to talk about. We didn't get to talk about uh, Mike McDaniel's press conference, how he was confused about all the uproar about his, his color and skin tone. and all. We're going to get into that. Uh, we're going to talk... People big mad at, about the uh, the Dr. Dre and uh, Snoop Dogg performance. I mean, we're going to talk the Super Bowl stuff. Uh, before we get into that, Aaron, dog, it's scammers out here, dog. Big time scammers. They got you. Bama almost, get, almost got me, dog. <laughs> almost got me. So look, you know, so first of all, Facebook and Instagram are connected now. So like you can get a you can get an instant message and it come from Instagram, but it show up on your Facebook jump. So you know, I, like I saw I saw a picture of this this youngin that I thought I knew at first glance. The first name and the picture matched. So I saw the picture. I was like, oh, I know her. And then I saw the first name. I was like, oh yeah. But I ain't really like investigated really closely. But it was like, hey, I know you got a little business. Do you want a grant? They're giving out free money for like grant money and time is running out. So you need to contact this lady and just tell her you want to apply for the grant and then you can get the money, whatever. Right. So I'm like, I peeped the jump and I'm like, OK, but I was busy. I was doing stuff throughout the day. I was like, ah, I'll get to it. So then she hit me. She was like, yeah, you need to contact her quick because is the the time's gonna run out, like the money's gonna be all gone or whatever. So I was like, all right, bet. So I was like, I was gonna put it off, but then I was like, let me just go ahead and text the lady. So she sent me a link, and this is the first fishy part of the whole situation. When she sent me the link, it linked to a Facebook page, right? And the Facebook page was like of a fake Congress lady. Let me see if I can pull this joint up, dog, because the joint was so the way the jump was done, it was so savvy. So the jump say Agent Elizabeth Cheryl Stanton, right? And when you click on her page, it like look, it says this is a federal government and private grant foundations issues billions of dollars in grant money to a variety of groups each year, right? The jump looks official 
with a whistle, Aaron. I was like, I said, oh, okay, young Agent Jones. So you look, if you go to the profile and you like look at the pictures and stuff, it all like kind of reflects like a real government type situation, right? So I'm like, all right, bet. So then she's like, yeah, just what's your name, whatever. So I'm like, I'm like, uh, you know, Harold Laws, whatever. But that's on my Facebook name. You can see the name, whatever. So then the lady, the agent, sends back a little questionnaire, Joan, and it got like all these questions on it, like date of birth, age, uh, address, all, all this like personal information, right? So then that was the first little tipping point, right? But this is the kicker. After she sent it, I told you I was busy. I was doing a bunch of stuff, so I couldn't like respond quick. This is the joke that tipped me off. She started pressing me. She was like, yeah, you need to hurry up and do this ASAP. Like, if you can't fill out the form, send me the, the answers to the questions on the form through the through text, like through the uh, Facebook Messenger joke. Then that's when the spidey sense went all the way off, dog. I was like, this joke. Then I started backtracking. So I said, right, let me find out the youngin, because I was like, I know this youngin from church. So I'm like, let me see if the youngin respond at, like in a way that makes me confident that it's actually the person I think it is. So I, re I text the other person first, and I was like, hey, where do I know you from? Like, I, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just drawing a blank. Youngin replies back, okay. I was like, oh, these Bamas is slick. These Bamas is slick, dog. Dog, they doing interpooling, like they connecting Bamas and doing, first of all, that you know that nothing is free. And nothing is free. You ain't getting no grant. If you get a grant, you got to do real work to get that junk, dog. It ain't nothing. I should have known. I almost caught the L, but I, I I I ducked the L pretty smoothly. But I'm just saying, they almost got me, dog. I got a high IQ. I'm smart. I see through all the funny business, all that. They almost got me, Aaron. I'm thinking about grandmas and grandpas. They getting on a daily basis, dog, for all their credentials. And then you know all the Bamas that's susceptible to like the Ponzi schemes anyway, the ones that were selling the waist trainers and the tummy tea and all that kind of stuff. They sit in the info quick and Bama's gonna open up a credit card in their name, all this other stuff, and then be, up and be done with it, though. This jump was so crafty, dog. She she put all this in. She was like, congratulate. That's another tip point. She was like, congratulations. I'm glad to confirm that your name is also on the lucky winners list on the IMF COVID-19 pandemic 2022. Are you ready for your, your claiming requirement? Like, why? Dog, grant writers don't operate like this. This jump, this program is worldwide promotional tour embarked on for the disabled, unemployed, student workers, retired, young and old, business owners. Going to grant. Shout out everybody. Yo, every. Dog, this is a masterful scheme, dog, to get Babas out their pockets, young. Yeah? I was like, then when the youngin start pressing, just write it in the text and the info me on here. Be filling it one by one in the text and the info to me. Fill it out fast. See? See? 
So if she Shocking. didn't press you, would you have filled it out and sent it back? I might have filled it out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey son, I might have I might have been the whole demonstration on it. The social security and everything when that joke. She would have had all my whole demonstration, dog. I'd have been up finished. Dog, they try to get me slim. Hey dog, that's the thing. If the Bambles is a little bit patient and they just like sent me the little form, Joe, first of all. I'm not trying to help the scammers out, dog, but you got to make it a PDF, like download jump. That make it official. Because if the jump would have been like, that that part kind of tipped me off too. Because when she sent me the form, she sent me like a, like a, it says application form. The jump looks super fugazi too. Because it looked like, it don't have like the US, United States like emblems on the jump. It got these like generic, like Canva type. <laughs> dog. But I'm telling you, a regular Bama off the street ain't hip gonna get got, dog. If I almost got got, I know regular Bama's off the street gonna get got, dog. I know grandma and grandpa 65 and up is getting swindled. That's a fact. Yeah, dog. You gotta be careful out here. Definitely gotta be careful out here. Uh, hey, Aaron, I saw... Uh, did you watch the uh, the new Bel Air Joe? Did you peep the first episode of the Bel Air Joe? No, I ain't see the first episode. I didn't know it came out already. Duh. First of all, the Joan on Peacock, right? One of them obscure channels. See, cable gone away, and now they done replaced cable with these like streaming sites, Jones. And it's it's a I'm not liking the trend of how this stuff is going because it's all a, it's a scam. Like the Apple TV. You get the Apple TV, right? $5, $6 a month. But then you got to pay to see the movies. I'm like, you you just going to get in the jump. Just, one way or another. Yeah, dog. It's like, you just going to get the Apple, get the app just to like watch two shows on the jump that's free. And then you got to pay for everything. I'm like, come on. So Peacock is his own little like channel or situation, whatever. Right. So of course, you know, they're trying to sell it. So they let you watch the whole first episode of the jump. So the whole, the first episode is like an hour and it might be like that jump was long. It, I, it might be an hour and some changes. So, uh, they got battle rappers in the jump playing some of the Philly hood, hood Bama shout out, easy to block captain on the jump. But, you know, of course, they're my battle rap enthusiasts. But the jump job, all right, though. It, it reminds, to me, it's like a All-American off of Netflix. I don't know if people have seen the All-American jump, but it got an All-American type vibe. Um, but... It's 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 cool. I think it's I think they did a good job, at least from the first episode, because I'm not about to buy a Peacock subscription. Somebody wanna hook OSS980 with the subscription Joe to Peacock, because I'm not about to pay five, six dollars for Peacock, dog. I'm sorry. I can't do it, champ. Can't do it. Uh but the first episode, I thought it was cool because they kind of like allude to stuff that's in the real Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know what I'm saying? So, and they got the same characters like Jeffrey, Hillary, you know what I'm saying? But they like put a little like more of a, it has more of a drama spin to it. It's not like happy-go-lucky like the show was. You know what I'm saying? Because the show was all about comedy and laughing. This joke a little more like dramatized. 
Um, but they put little tidbits in there because, like, it's one one scene. He goes to the uh, house and then they're like, man, like, why are you out here? And he's like, man, I got one little fight and my mom got scared. Like, he just says that, but it's part of, like, the, the script. But, of course, you know, you think about the song or whatever like that. So uh, it's all right, dog. It's all right. Um, I would watch the jump if it was if it was for free but I'm not about to pay to, to, to watch the jump though it ain't that it ain't that amazing um but yeah if you haven't checked out check out the first episode let me know what you think um Aaron, we didn't get a chance to talk about this though before we get into the Super Bowl talk cause there's a lot of stuff to talk about the Super Bowl last week Mike McDaniels, we kind of talked about him becoming a new Dolphins head coach, but we didn't talk about this press conference uh, statement he had right here. Check this out. Yeah, it's been very odd to tell you the truth. This idea of identifying as something, um, you know, I think people identify me as something, but I identify as a human being. Uh, And my dad's black. So whatever you want to call it, I know there's a lot of people with a shared experience, but it doesn't make, you know, I'm just, it's weird that it comes up because the, the, you know, I've I've just tried to um, be a good person. And I think, I think my background opens my eyes a little bit. Um, I don't have any um, real experience with, with racism because you know, I, I think you identify me as something close to, I don't know. Um, but I know my, my mom experienced it when she um, married my dad. I know my dad experienced it, and that's in my family. But um, I guess that makes me a, a, a human being that can identify with other people's problems. I know, What in the world is this clown talking about, dog? What is he talking about? He trying to tell y'all he's not black without saying I'm not black. He's OJ. You know how they say I'm not black, I'm OJ? That's exactly what he's trying to tell y'all. No. And he would have been better off just saying it. I'm not black. Because <laughs> the way the comment came off, you could tell by the way of Emma wearing his hair how he identifies. That's first and foremost. A baby that brushed their head back was like Brian Gumble <laughs> here, got the little crop. He he wanna be white guy. You seen you seen his wife, like he no, be white. he when he said my dad's black, like it was like a like it was no pride behind that though. This Bama living the dream though. Cause he identifies as white. People identify him as white, but secretly he black inside. So it's just like, I don't know if the, I mean, he sound a little like quirky. Like, I don't know if he got all his marbles. Like, he just might have like Asperger's or something. And, you know, no knock to people who dealing with them type of mental health issues. But I, I just, he don't seem all the way there. His his thought was not cohesive. I, I mean, I don't think he he's slow. I think the issue is he's never had to have that conversation about that stuff before. He's been mm-hmm. passing his white his whole life. Like, it's, it's people that's out here that's like that, that 
I don't know what, like, if he was raised with his mother and father, but a lot of times he's mixed Bamas. You look at Mahomes, you look at uh, Michael Porter Jr. Like, if they're raised with their mom as the primary, like, they just lead. That's just where they lead. Especially if they have any type of affluence to them, like, where they don't have to see black people or kind of, like, entertain that conversation regularly. So he started brushing his hair like they brushed their hair. He probably put mousse in his joint instead of the wave grease. You know what I mean? Like, it's just he, whatever they do, he do. How they talk, he talk. Who they one date, that's who he one date. And so, like, to have to have the conversation is irritating to him. And that's just how yeah. it came across to me. Yeah. I mean, clearly this dude is not in touch with his black side at all. He has no connection to that side. He has floated through life under the white guys and and he just doesn't want to have anything to do with this black side unless it it advances him and, or to and his the, advantage and the thing that is kind of weird to me is it seems like he's kind of like poking back at like I guess black people saying he ain't not black enough or having to answer the questions, it's not black people. It's the fact that the owners haven't hired any black people as coaches. That's why they so quick for the white guys to say, no, he, he he's multiracial. He's bi-, you know what I mean? He's not a white guy. Like he's a minority. Like, so he needs to redirect his frustration instead of acting like the media and black people are the ones that are, uh, are, are trying to identify him or categorize him. Then to just sit up there and just say, you don't know. Like you don't have, I'm a human being. Like, come on, dog. You live in America. Stop this is that. All lives matter, dog. Like, <laughs> he, he's not as stupid as you think, as you try to give him credit for. The Batman knew exactly what he was doing. He was just trying to figure out a way to say I'm not black without coming out and saying I'm not black. He went home and him and his no, wife he, was laughing about I'm, it. I'm gonna say secretly though, he lost respect from his locker room though. Facts. There's a lot of coons on the field. I don't know. It is a lot. It's a lot of coons. You're right. It's a lot of coons out there. It's coontastic in the in the locker rooms. But but I'm saying there's a core that's gonna be looking at that like man, this old like and then he I don't say puny, but he just ain't he ain't no he ain't got no authoritative swag where Batman's gonna be like. So I, I just don't know how it's gonna come off in that locker room, dog. I don't know. It's all predicated on if he knows what he's doing when it comes to football. Like, if he come in there and the offense where it looks like it's going to work, they get some good players in there and they look like they, they feel like they have a chance to win when they go out there and feel prepared, it'll act, it'll be like nothing ever happened. But if other things start to go wrong, football-related, people will be able to lean on this to be able to say, like, he has no leadership or direction. Mm-hmm. Bama just doesn't know what's going on. Out of touch. Uh, Super Bowl... The Rams, dog, this that third quarter, that third and fourth quarter, the fourth quarter at the end, the last like three minutes, it got good. But like that whole third quarter, that jump was just a wash. I was falling asleep, dog. I had made wings and everything. I was in the jump, dropping, dozing off. Bro, the Rams, dog, they got the W, but should they have lost? So my question is, do we have a soundbite to go along with this conversation or not? Nah? I, I should have pulled the soundbite 
that you said at the beginning of the year when the trade happened for Matthew Stafford to go to the Rams, I will pull. I told you I was on the plantation today, heavy. But I'm gonna pull the I'm gonna pull the uh, the audio from the episode where you said it. I, I I can vouch that you you was you was the uh, Fortune 500 teller, dog. A dude, I can't uh, stand because you know I can't stand Stafford, but dog. It was their Super Bowl to lose from the from the beginning. I agree. I agree. I agree. Now it's an interesting conversation that's been happening as of late. I don't know. I mean, of course, and you know me, like I live in the moment, and you know, I, whatever happens, like okay, I just kind of blow it up. But this one, I think, is a little premature. Shout out my man Donnie Bedney. You know, shout out to him. He got a podcast. Uh, he sent me a little thing with, with Richard Sherman talking about how how dare people put Matthew Stafford in the in that Hall of Fame conversation. Is Matthew Stafford Hall of Fame worthy? This is the thing. In this generation, there are going to be a lot of guys that get in based on um, exposure in this modern era and the numbers based on the passing that's happened since Randy Moss changed the league back in 98, 99. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of guys who wouldn't have got in in other areas that are going to get in. If Eli Manning gets in, who I think is a bum, then Matt Stafford has to get in. If Kurt Warner is in, Matt Stafford has to get in. It's a lot of guys that got in based on, like, the passing era and being able to inflate their numbers. Um that people aren't going to like, but they're going to get in. Phillip Rivers is supposed to be in. Like, you, how do you keep him out? He's already 12th on the all-time passing league, mm-hmm. third in passing yards per game for his career in the history of the NFL. So if you, like, people like to justify a lot of these bums, or not bums, but a lot of, like, guys mm-hmm. who were, were, were above average or notable players and very good, but not necessarily the greatest of their eras by using numbers. And if you do that for other guys, you can't, keep guys you don't like or um, whose career arc you you didn't like uh, from getting in when you like if Eli gets in he has to get in yeah I, I don't think you can put Eli in and leave Matthew Stafford out like it, it's no justification for it uh, I mean Matthew Stafford to me I think he still has a couple years left like he, I don't think he's washed or you know he's done so if he comes back next year I think he could put up similar numbers. I'm not saying he'll win the Super Bowl, but I think that he could still put up, you know, pretty decent numbers. I mean, he threw 41 touchdowns and 17 INTs. Now those are those are nice numbers. Uh I don't think he'll do that, but I think his numbers will be in the, the 30s easy. Um he's he's played along since 2009 as Bama's been in the league. He played a lot of dreaded seasons in the, in uh, Detroit. Uh, I think his best season in Detroit was 2011, 41 touchdowns and 16 INTs. Um, and, and of course, that was, you know, Megatron. Or, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm with you, dog. I, 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 don't, I don't think you can really keep him out um, justifiably if you let other guys in, dog. And that's just, that's just part of the landscape of the NFL and how they've just like, I mean, 
it's we talk about it all the time, but just the whole system is just messed up, though. It's it's a popularity contest, and it's not really rooted in anything like substantial. Is we like this guy, we don't kind of like this guy, or right? Anything other than players and coaches voting is a fraud to me mm-hmm. in any sport, because you got a lot of guys who think they know it all. These journalists who get involved, who never could never did anything competitive in their entire lives who create these narratives for players in the first place. Mm -hmm. So to me, Eli is the bar because he's probably the worst out of all the guys that are in, especially in the last, like in our lifetime of being able Mm -hmm. to watch football and understand it. Eli's going to be that bottom bar, that threshold of guys getting in. If you have a but you know what you know what pushes yeah but you put yeah exactly but you know Eli the thing that pushes Eli over the over the hump I think in a lot of people's minds is the the Patriots be like them beating the Patriots when nobody could beat the Patriots and he beat he beat the Patriots with Randy Moss. No, that's a fact. And the fact that he played in New York and not in uh, some other small market. Like if he does that from Carolina. Um, you know what I mean? Like that makes a big difference because New York media has a plays probably the biggest part in deciding how these narratives go mm-hmm. and how the rest of the country views, you know what I mean? Players versus better players who have played elsewhere and not necessarily gotten in. Like uh, who didn't get in? Um, uh, Devin Hester didn't get in first ballot. Who's the greatest punt returner, kick returner ever, ever. And he doesn't get in. You know what I mean? So it's things like that where it's like when you as long as you got these five, nine, two hundred and thirty pound ball head bammers making the decisions, <laughs> it's 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 never gonna be, you know what I mean, like right. it's it never really gonna be an be. accurate depiction of yeah. the greatest guys ever. Cause the narrative plays too much of a part of who gets in and who doesn't. Yeah, nah, facts. Facts. Uh Odell got injured, dog. Non-contact. He finished. Matt Stafford's fault. You think that was Stafford's fault? How's it Stafford's fault? Look, look at the look at the ball location, and why he had to turn that way to get it in the ACL pop. Dog, his knees are already applesauce, though. No, nah, that's accurate. But when your <laughs> knees are applesauce and you fresh off the ACL. And you got to turn a weird way that the body doesn't <laughs> normally turn with a surgically oh. repaired uh, <laughs> ligament. Duh, That's how it ended up popping. Yeah, and the missus was in this joint like, I think he's faking. I'm like, nah, he ain't faking that joke. <laughs> I done seen that joke too many times. When you can see when he stepped, that bama just collapsed. I was like, oh yeah, he finished. He finished. And it's that, He got a ring though. He, he got a touchdown. He did touchdown. contribute. Yeah, so he got a TD. Me? Browns and Giants, what's going on here? He didn't distract him out of a Super Bowl? I thought he was washed. I thought he was a bum, man. <laughs> the offense clearly no. took a step back. The it offense clearly took, took a, a step back step when back. he got injured. Dog, the offense looked real lackluster. I was like, these bad about to lose. And the commentators kept saying, oh, yeah, like, they're really hurting without Odell out there. Like, I mean, it was evident that he was a game changer uh, in their offense. And when he wasn't and in he there... Was- yeah, and he was dictating coverage too. Like, uh, what's the uh, the white boy? Cooper Cup is really good, and his numbers stack up. But he does, he wasn't dictating coverage the way that Odell was. Like the way that they lean to say, you know what I mean? Like he completely mm-hmm. takes an extra player out of the coverage and out of the middle of the field when he was on the field versus 
they were just bracketing and Cooper Cup the whole time until Matt Stafford time, was like, forget yeah. it. I'm just forcing this back with the ball and hitting it with like <laughs> he had, he uh, had underneath, to. underneath, underneath. Yeah. No, he had to. They was going because nobody, none of the other receivers, dog, was getting it done. They weren't yeah, getting they, it done. No. They got to make a move at receiver and cornerback. Now, which McCall it almost cost them the game? The cornerback. What's his name? Ramsey. Ramsey. Bamsey. Bamsey almost cost it a game. He was getting bammed bammed on on every week. Every week. (laughs) No. T. Higgins was bamming on him. Uh, Sean Springs. He's Sean Springs, dog. That's the perfect comparison, dog. Perfect. Yeah, I, I just... I mean, they got through... Um, shout out to uh, the Rams and this man here, dog. Dog, Aaron Donald, dog, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm gonna say it right now. Put him in the Bama career ended today. He in a Hall of Fame. This Bama is a super game changer. And when I was watching the game, it was one play where he like shoved uh, shoved Joe Burrow out of bounds. And then some of the defensive players start like like getting in his face and like try to like basically like scuffle with him, whatever, right? And I was watching the jump. I was like, dog, you don't scuffle with Bama's like him, dog. You don't like let them Bama just be docile and just chill. Cause when you awaken them, them type dudes, they're gonna they're gonna destroy the game plan, dog. When they get mad, oh, it's over. Like, it's over. And they, and right after that jump, the Bama got two back-to-back sacks. One that uh, put him in a uh, long third down, and then one on third down to put him in fourth down. Then the Bama just started wreaking havoc. He stopped Samaji Piran, was going through the hole. The Bama r- grabbed him like and a brought him back. Dog, I'm like, this Bama is unreal. So I mean, out of out of players, you you talk about like players who deserve to win or get a championship and stuff like that. Like Aaron Donald, in my opinion, is like top one of one deserving of a of a championship. You know, put his heart and soul in the, on the line, and you know, I really feel like he changed the momentum of that game, um, especially in a game where the offense started to sputter out because you had Matthew Stafford throwing picks and it just like. And he really kind of gave them an a, a next extra energy to kind of push them, propel them forward to get the W. Um, and I, th- I think the last you know few few minutes of the game was was exciting, um, and I, I enjoyed that. Though the halftime, you had Snoop, you had Mary J, you had Dr. Dre, you had Eminem and Kendrick all perform. What did you get this uh this uh halftime performance this year? I mean, I'm not a guy who kind of watches for that kind of thing. I thought the lineup and the and the the impact, um, the idea, the concept was vicious. Okay. But these Bamas, Dre approaching 60, the rest of the Bamas, you know what I mean, approaching 50 or 50s, like All they up there 50 cents. <laughs> you saw this Batman and put on that guy was hanging hanging upside down, dog. Like this big old brolic type Batman, <laughs> gonna get down there for you, break your neck. What did you so doing? I think it's, 
it's on par with you what you would get from a performer in their age bracket. Mm-hmm. But um, I think the concept was good. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was well executed. Was I mean, out of the parts of the performances, Kendrick Joe clearly was like he could show he was like. The young vibrant, yeah, <laughs> half the age, because you saw it in the performance that, and he just a rapper, but you could see like just in the concept of the choreograph, like dancers and stuff like that. I like that they were like distinguished men. You know what I'm saying? Like it was cool. Like I thought what Kendrick did with his 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 part of the performance was was cool. You saw uh, Eminem up to Joan kneeling while Dr. J was playing the uh, piano. You know, people was big mad over that Joan. Apparently, you mean it the wasn't NFL... the flag. <laughs> it wasn't the Pledge of Allegiance going on. Why they mad, Harold? It's not the military anymore. What's going on? What's the new tagline? No, <laughs> it was Bama's on online. Big mad, dog. And it wasn't our hue or complexion either. They just bad people, dog. At some point, Bama's <laughs> just got to realize it. No. First they of all, somebody was like, one of these jokers was like, it was they've showing too much skin, and this is a sexually charged performance. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? This jump was real subdued, honestly. That's just how they talk. Though. It's like <laughs> they dog whistling to try to say you got thugs and hoes <laughs> up there on the stage. That's just how their brain works. <laughs> they see black, their brain just go to a dark place, though. And they, that's when they get their most creative, too. Like, they don't create anything on the planet. They steal everything else. But when it comes to racism, these Bamas turn into savants. You just got to accept that's who they are. Because we talked about it before the tweet started showing up. We was like, yeah, they about to be hot. There's no Bruce Springsteen out there. You know what I mean? They about to be hot. Ain't no, no Kenny Chesney. Ain't no. The one dude started with... African Americans only 13% of the population by the end of the night he was like these niggas you know what I mean like just flat out just flat no, out they got him they got him about it there too they done ran him off Twitter dog I'm young it's a new day you say some stupid stuff now young you're gonna get they're coming for you heavy they Better get you than up the FBI too they gonna find out where you work no it's a bad name Dinesh or something like that dog this Bama, young. Yeah, if I ever need to find somebody online, I'm gonna contact that Bama ASAP. I don't know what kind of algorithm this Bama got behind the scenes, but he be finding real Bamas in their real government names, dog, and be putting them on blast. I'm like, dog, who got time to do this? <laughs> <laughs> but all that internet trolling with Bama's like, ah, you can't find me and put up like the fake, fake names and all that stuff. That Bama get through all that, dog. He beating the cover too. He finding out exactly where you at. <laughs> yeah, every time. It's it's wild out here, bro. It's wild. Uh on to some basketball, though. Wizards. They made a trade for Porzingis. We still ain't seen him on the court yet. We ain't seen him on the court yet. But it's videotape of him getting shots up hitting threes. I know you had a few days to digest it. Do you like the trade? I like getting Dinwiddie bum ass off the roster. Um, <laughs> okay. 
he was terrible. I said it from the beginning of the beginning when they were still winning that he was terrible and it was going to be an issue that they had to make a move at guard, particularly point guard. Um, I think, of course, they end up losing all of the trades when you look at leverage and what they give up versus what they get. That's just what happens here. As long as you got Ernie and his understudy here, that's just what's going to happen. Um, that trade, I'm not as um, irritated with as the other one where they traded Harrell and got mm-hmm. back a, a Bama that averages 2.7 points for his career. Dog, I, so let me just say this. There's some things that I, I've, I peeped since the trade has happened, right? Harrell is a tyrant, dog. He clearly is, dog, because they brought in a docile... Easy going, nice. Everybody loves Chris type bum. bum. And they got rid of a dog. And and I, honestly, they won two two games in a row. And to me, it seems like it's like the bullies left the left the locker room, and now Bamas can like breathe again. Like you can go to the lunch table and eat your food without having to worry about. That mean they push. No, that's exactly what it means. That's exactly what it means. And 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 clearly they are. But this is a this is a way for them to have some success for them. Now another thing that they did. Another thing I noticed too is that Wes Unsell Jr. He's not respected like I thought he would be. Cause it seems like, like he, I don't know. It just, it seems like there's a level of like, and maybe that was that was Montrez Harrell being in, and like him losing the grass, and and I don't know what the conversations are with like Tommy Shepard and West Unsell Jr. behind the scenes. I do. But if he was like, but if he was like, though, you got to get Montrez Harrell off this team, though, because nobody will listen to me with him on the team, like. I don't even think I think the issue is the other way around, dog. When the players see the GM making the substitutions instead of the head coach, you're not in charge. And once they realize you're not in charge of basketball, why would they listen to you? That's a good point. Why? That's like you being in a classroom and your teacher gotta go to another teacher or another teacher telling your <laughs> teacher, you know what I mean? Like, like Shut up. Is? It's, exactly. It's like having a teacher. And so once a guy starts once a guy starts playing inferior players and giving them minutes to try to feature guys for trades or for narratives, you're going to lose the locker room every time. That's just how you don't see Pop doing that. They still can it's it's funny how other teams can make trades without featuring Bamas on the bench. And a lot of the guys they wanted to trade would have been better off not playing and putting bad film on to actually make the trades happen. Oh. You win so and you get traded value, period. Just win. And this is part of the reason why they hired him instead of Sam Cassell. Because Sam Cassell would have told him to put the pipe in your mouth. Like, <laughs> I'm the coach. Get out of here. Don't come down here talking to me like this. <laughs> Stay up there in your office. I'll talk to you after the game. But don't come down here. You know what I mean? It's, and this is exactly why you get what you get in D.C. <sighs> They're in 11th spot right now. Here we go. 
<laughs> what day in the draft? What spot are they in the draft? I don't care about the playoff season. What spot are they in the draft? That's what matters. Yo, they, I mean, can they tank? They need you don't to have be to top five. Bums. Yeah, you're right. They need to be top five, though. They need a top five pick. This is where they this is where they need a top five pick. Cause really, in this this NBA draft, after five Bamas, it's over. You picking bombs. You can go ahead and put me on the team and let me play. They're gonna get another international Bama. Who left? They got a Bama from Israel. They got a Bama from Japan. They got a Bama from uh <laughs> they go to Tokyo somewhere or they gonna go to Latvia. So they got where they gotta go now. They ain't getting no African. They, that's too, that makes too much uh, sense. They go, uh, China, Congo, uh, Russia. <laughs> oh, it's out of control. They gonna find somebody out out somebody international. I guarantee. Is gonna. Yo, be we can't. They, yo, they get another international Bama. I'm, I'm Kirk and Kirk. I've already Kirk one time already. I, I'm like, I'm so disinterested in the team at this point because of the moves that they're making. Dog, trust me. Porzingis, he's going to have some success, but will it be sustainable? No. All this is going to do is just put the Wizards in a, a worse predicament. They're going to win more games than they need to and then be picking 12 15, through 18. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know they have no ability to evaluate players past five. Why That's get it, Isaiah Todd? Like, I was excited about that, Batman. He gets no burn. So, like, I just, I don't understand what they're doing, though. They just draft just to say they draft it, but they don't care. They don't care. Yeah, they clearly, they clearly mishandling the, in, the, in the picks, though. Because you you make moves to get him on the roster. He don't play. I mean, Kispers played as of late. But they love this Bama Denny Avdia, dog. They love him. Like, they... Tip. I don't I love him. They treating him like... like You remember how they used to say Hito Turkoglu was the, the Turkish Jordan? <laughs> son, they just... Jewish Jordan. Jewish Jordan out here, dog. They love this Bama for some reason. He just okay to me. He He's a C-level C plus player... I, if you can't score, you a bum. See, the league is about scoring. Like you can play all the defensive effort, even though he be getting cooked. And Bama's one of the like cooked. he locked Bama up. Nah, he get like, cooked. He not If you can't score the basketball, he you're a hustle Marsalis, dog. He just dive and do a whole bunch of extra. <laughs> right. Ah, uh, I mean, you need that on your team, but you can't. You can't say he's gonna get you twenty five and twit. Like no, scratch. That's that. got to be a la carte. It can't be the main course. If your main course is diving for rebound, I mean diving <laughs> for loose balls and, and, and rebound. No, stop. Put backs in. No, you can't win that way. Oh man, where you think they end up at the end of the season? What what place you see them end up at? Let's see. Probably where they at. 11, 11 10. Do they get a playing game for the playoffs? Probably. Just enough to mess up the draft pick. Because oh there's so many sorry teams, dog, that like they beat Brooklyn, they beat Detroit, of course. So it's enough bad teams in the league where they won't get buried the way that mm-hmm. they probably should, given what just happened over the course of the last couple months. These members are in first place. <laughs> in first place. That was short-lived. 
That was short-lived. We got two uh, sides. That's what it was. Babbitt's got two sides. We got two sides, though. I, I, the thing is, it don't see, It seemed like it was a long time, though, we were sized, though. It seemed like... It, no, they were we good for, like, like a good on, 25, 30 like, games into the season. That's what I'm saying. Like, a whole month and some change, they was good. I was like, no, these... I never seen this before. I was geeking. And then... I got home, young and took the makeup off. I'm like, what in the... Who was this? I got to get out of here. <laughs> this, this, I don't know who, who you are, dog. Cash had me my bread back for dinner. It's over. Who are you? Doing like that the Instagram challenge, Joan, when the Joan come down and then his face switch up. <laughs> who you look like, dog. This Joan, mm-mm, fail. Uh... I mean, like I said, I'm all I'm all, I'm not Kirkin no more. I'm just I'm just not supporting the team. I'm not buying no gear. I'm not doing none of that, dog. I barely watched the game. The other night I had the game on, but that was just formality. Like I, I don't I wasn't even paying attention to the jump until the jump was all. I was like, oh, these Bama's won. Oh, okay, all right, bet. Good job. Like I that's where I'm at with it right now. Unwatchable. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do, dog. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, What else, Young? Anything else out there going on? Your man Daniel Snyder out here cutting down national oh, forest dang. trees <laughs> so you can get a better view out of so, so first of all, you know what's about to happen. The NFL coming for Dan Snyder, dog. I sent you the article that... It looks like it's about to be a battle between Dan Snyder and the NFL. And partly because Snyder, dog, he can't, dog, all you got to do is just shut up and chill, hang in the background. He just want to be in the mix, dog. I don't know why, but him wanting to be in the mix is going is going to cause more problems because Dan Snyder doesn't have like, like buddies in the NFL like that. He don't have people going champion form or like you know stand up form and stuff like that. When you on the bad side of the league, and Jerry, I don't even know. I don't even know Jerry his man for real, for real. I don't know, dog. I just I'm not sure. This whole scandal thing with the with the team in NFL. First of all, I'm sure the stuff that they have. It's going, especially with the with the probe now from the from the government. They looking into it, dog. They want to get they want to get Snyder out, so they don't have to divulge that information, dog. The question is, can they get him out without a scuffle and a fight? Because Snyder, he play a dirty game. Know. If you play with him, dog, it's gonna be some stuff come out about everybody. That's why I really don't see the NFL turning their back on them. Like, they're going to posture like this with the media to make it look like, oh, this is absurd. And I know they're frustrated because a lot of their information is coming out based on the Washington investigation. That's really what Bama's pissed about. Mm-hmm. But knowing how these Bama's operate, though, they know if this Bama Dan get put in a position where he feels like, because he still doesn't feel like he's going to lose his team. He knows it's a battle. It's ugly. It's going to be It's going to be a headache. But he doesn't feel like he's going to lose his team. If it ever clicks in his brain that, young, I'm about to lose my team, he's not going to be the only one going. What you think Dan Snyder got tucked in the vault, dog? They openly, I'm sure the rest of the owners have openly said, 
egregious things that he knows about stuff that takes place on other teams. Like they, mm-hmm. nobody ever saw him getting kicked out in this kind of way. I'm sure he know a lot of stuff about Jerry because that was a guy he kind of looked up to and tried to pattern himself after and was hanging up under when it comes to all of this stuff. So, no, it's just, imagine if you, like if somebody was to come and investigate Bamas that you talking with kind of regularly and you live in a like you're in a small small club of people like these billionaires that own football Mm -hmm. teams like that fraternity is very 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 small it's only 32 Mm -hmm. teams so it's things that take place and behaviors that only this group of people know about though or can indulge it in that way so though it's gonna get ugly when it comes like Kaepernick other kind of stuff it's a lot of stuff that this Bama knows that if he just decides that these guys are my enemies it's too much it's too risky so they probably having conversation behind the scenes like hey damn chill no <laughs> Like, look, we got to come out acting like this, but we got you. Don't even worry about it. You might have to sit out for six months, a year, and we're going to make it look we like we're going at it. But it's a publicity stunt, dog. No, publicity. it's all. No, it's a publicity stunt, dog. The fact is, you're right. Dog, billionaires not fighting billionaires, dog. No. They fighting poor people. <laughs> and that's the, like, the, it's the funny thing about like the like these Joe Blow Whiteys. They feel like these Bamas love them. Or, you know what I mean? Like they identify with these people. These people don't identify with you at all. They look at you like idiots and bums. Like get away. Like they don't want to be your friends like that. You, you, they need you. Yeah, you for the go, things they want to get out. Yeah. yeah, you you buying a concession. You work for them in their mind. Like you you like if you were the Bama the regular job, they look at you like you the janitor. Like, it don't matter what your job is. You work How- for them. Like they how much Dan, how much Dan Snyder worth, though? Four billion. Four billion? Four billion. Is that enough to fight the NFL? He didn't need it. I mean, at a certain the NFL's not gonna spend billions and hundreds of millions on mm-hmm. on litigation against the Bama. That's just not how it works. But mm-hmm. at, that kind of money you could never really spend in a lifetime. It's just a matter of how much of a point do you want to make? Like money's not going to be the issue when it comes to deciding if how bad he wants to fight this or just walk away. Mm-hmm. Dan probably got some some clips in the in the chamber as we speak, ready. But you know, I don't hate like, the Bama as much as everybody else does. I'm kind of hoping like a bunch of stuff come out. They, like they keep bullying on the Bama and a bunch yo, of stuff. Like because being a bad owner is we not. We know a all the Bama, yeah, but we know all the Bamas is super pervert type Bama. They all you know, are. Every last one And you got money, so perversions right. is more extreme. Dog Bamas is petting dogs on the butt. They doing all types of stuff. Dog, the more bread they got, they perverse. The perversion is just. They explore stuff regular Joe Schmoes can never even think of because they bored, dog. Yeah, bread. And the lower Obama is on on a woman's attractive scale or whatever, like the more the OC more, and the perverted these Bamas are know. behind the scenes. Like we work with Bama, these kind of Bamas all the time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, you don't have to be stuff. filthy rich for these Bamas to be purged. When you got Bamas that look like this, dog, that's, and they kind of like lame and weird. Together. 
This nigga oh, put they, your I beauty on my face. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, dirty scumbag type shit. <laughs> you, you right, dog. Cracking <laughs> eggs in each other's faces and all type of stuff. Licking it all. Yeah, you already know, dog. And if that stuff come out, I mean, just the embarrassment alone going to finish you. But... Yeah, you're right. It's a whole bunch of posturing. The media people got seem like they doing stuff, but you always know it's like it's a few. Me- it's always you seen it in the movies. It's always one media bama who don't play by the rules. Like you can't buy them out. You can't. They just want to get to the. You got to murk him. <laughs> you got to put a bullet in the back of his head. You already, that go. You already know he. You will come to the with the proposition. Be like, yeah, we got some bread for you. Like, I don't care about the bread. I just care about the truth. <laughs> and by the end of the movie, he, he laying under a tombstone. Like, that's just how it go. Like, these people got to learn. These Bamas don't love you for one, and you can't play with Bamas with money for real. No, they, To get to the point where you got bread like that, you already have to be, like, a certain level of immoral and, and, and tyrant, though. Like, because you're not going to get anywhere in life doing things the right way. Like this is just, it's sad to say, you're not gonna get to that level of access doing the things, doing things the right way. Bottom you gotta book. be a cutthroat, like you gotta be a savage to get to that point. And so these bad out here thinking they playing by the same rules that you playing by, the same level of integrity, but they don't play by any crack. Yeah. <laughs> Sizzling on a pan. Like go chill out somewhere. <laughs> You already know, dog. You got to be careful out here, young. You trying to get to the bottom of the story, cause they, it's you know they out there, dog, trying to get to the bottom of the story. Uh, but the government being involved, I think, kind of gives it a different kind of twist. But we gonna the see terms coming up. You already know the posture, <laughs> grandstanding. You already know somebody gonna want to buy out. They were like, look, we'll let it go, but we gonna need. I my kids in private schools. We like. <laughs> I'm gonna need that uh, stadium to come out here to UVA. Need that thing out here in Virginia. I, the thing is, like, so I I don't know if it's true or not. So I don't want to go down that path of slander. Go ahead, go down. No, no, no. Because I don't know if it's true or not. And you know, you got to make sure everything's oh, yeah, 100% yeah, factual yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't, before we you can't get one of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But. The Bama moved to Alexandria from down in Loudoun. So I think his plans was either to put the dream back in D.C. or that uh, or like um, the National Harbor kind of area, area mm-hmm. since the, uh, they gentrified up where RFK is to make sure nobody puts a stadium back over there. So as long as this person doesn't F that up by playing these uh, political get politically correct games with the owner, Chances could be good though, that they're gonna end up getting that new stadium put in a decent place. But if they put that joint down to like Prince William County, something like that, dog, just go ahead and let Virginia have it. Let them be the Virginia commanders, Commonwealth commanders, <laughs> and then, or whatever. They you want to call. That's exactly what I'm calling them, dog. Commonwealth commanders, Virginia <laughs> <Yeah>. commanders, <laughs> Commonwealth call. commanders, dog. Y'all yeah, can have it. <laughs> let DC get an expansion team, dog. Black owner or Bezos. Hey, you, you is uh, what do we call gonna be an owner? Main man, uh, nah, Byron Allen, Byron Allen. They talking about he might get a look, they gonna let him in the room, not if they have a choice. But I, is his bread lined up that way? 
I he say he you been posturing to get get his bread ready to do that. So I think he might or maybe putting a group together. Um, I mean, I'd like to see it. He's fought harder for black people in media than anybody I know of or have heard mm-hmm. of. Um, you remember what was going on with him and Comcast when we were talking about it like three or four years ago. Um, the Bama, he, be, he fight back against them where nobody else does in that space. Um, he owned the Weather Channel, some other stuff now based on that, uh, that issue he was having with Comcast back then. But mm-hmm. I'd like to see it. Out of all of the Bamas, they listen to the black people that could have teams. I would like to see him do it because I feel like he'd be one to, to to do good by black people and not just doing that posturing or um, just trying to make it a look like some people who you're not allowed to talk about when we were talking about that deal they signed with the NFL a couple of years ago. So mm-hmm. you know how that go. You know how that go, dog. You know how that go. Ah, uh, follow us at OSS980 Other Side of Sports. Please click the subscribe button, share the content. We still got the PS5. We still got the Xbox. All of that stuff still it dog junk collecting dust. So if you share so, the content, go ahead. Now that the Super Bowl over, the youngest is asking, can we get a whole show of questions of the day? Yeah, of course. We got a little gap in coverage. We says we not rocking with the Wizards no more. Can we get a whole show of questions of the day and that kind of conversation? Listen, listen, next week we going this joke gonna be Kevin Samuels (laughs) 2.0 on this joke. We about to we about to break down. If you want to get married, you want to be in a real relationship. Not one of these smash and dash, hit it and quit it type jokes. You want to be in something legit. Tune in next week. I'm gonna give you all the secrets, dog. You gonna hear from a married man, and you gonna hear from a man out here in the streets, looking at all the options, and and telling you which ones he's discarding immediately. Immediately. So you definitely want to tune in. All the, all the young matter of fact, just tell if 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 you know a girl, you know somebody, and they like. I don't know what I need to do, girl. Like, I'm trying to get married. I don't know. Tell them to tune into the OSS show. We we putting sports, all that to the side, back burner. We're going to give you the formula. We're going to give you the formula. Straight like that. Questions of the day. If you have a question of the day, you can send it to me. Send it to OSS980. You can send questions. We can keep it anonymous. We won't put your business out in the streets. And and we'll 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 talk it through. But yeah, next week we doing questions of the day the whole episode, though. Unless something crazy happened in sports, we'll probably talk about it. But all whole episode, questions of the day, relationship advice, all that. So tune in. Uh shout out my man Wes Buffy Podcast. Shout out to Jenna Garcia. Shout out to Lance J Radio. Shout out to uh, kicking it with G-Man Shout out to Ben and those best Shout out to uh, My man uh, uh, Kev Will um, Van Everybody who follows us and rock with us We out You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday On Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Just search Other Side of Sports Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980.
Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak. How does that do feel? That. How does that do feel? Do